Pop quiz. Yeah. Johnny. Welcome to the show, everybody. Johnny and Derek here. Well, thank you for watching Make Strange. Pop quiz. Pop quiz. Now you, Charlotte. have you ever been to Sunday school? No, I'm Jewish. What? Wow. Did I fail? No, but you're going to fail. Oh, <laughs> going to hell. Do you, you don't know anything about uh, the seven deadly sins? Well, I know about those. Do you know what they are? Uh, let's see. This is the pop quiz, by the way. Um, gluttony. That is right. Greed. Dude, you're two for two. Envy. If you've seen the movie Seven, you might get all uh, of them. That is a third one. Wrath. Okay, yeah, you're going uh, good. You got a, uh, that's four. You got three more. Oh, I'm trying to remember the homunculus from, uh, Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, did I say lust already? No, that's that's five. All right, lust. Uh, oh my god, I don't remember the rest. You forgot the one that has to do with money. Oh, I said greed. I thought you did. Did I not say greed? No, you didn't say greed. Oh, oh greed. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Recap what you've said so far, because I, oh, I already lost gluttony. track. I said gluttony. Yeah, gluttony, lust, wrath. Uh. I don't remember. <laughs> Let me, oh I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you. I almost got them all. Gluttony, greed, lust, wrath, envy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sloth. Oh, I forgot about sloth. And the worst one of them all, the one that you were guilty of the most. Oh, no. Pride. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, lust is so hot, though. Do you ever watch Full Metal Alchemist? No. What's what's the what's the premise of Full Metal Alchemist? Uh, I mean, it's so convoluted. Wait, it has to do with the seven deadly sins. No, there's a there's these characters. They're they're called homunculus, Ooh, homunculi. That's fun to say. And they're all each named after the seven deadly sins. I'm I'm a homunculus. And Lust is just a hot lady. Ooh, which homunculus would you be? Uh, greed. He's sick. Nice. He's got like cool like body armor and who's the worst homunculus uh probably gluttony he's a big fat guy oh he probably has the most fun though he has like a fucking enhanced tongue and he could eat whatever well <laughs> did you know that each one of those seven deadly sins has a specific demon that is associated with them i did not yes and they are known as the princes of hell Okay. And there is a whole royal slash military hierarchy that has been laid out about, you know, where all the demons of hell fit. And so, you know, there's like a pecking order, just like when you were in middle school, there's a pecking order. There's like the cool kid and then his two friends and they, 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 they each had their two friends and they all bullied you together. Those were the original princes of hell. Okay. But I'm talking about the uh, traditional princes of hell. And that is what today's episode is going to be about. Thank you for joining us on Mega Strange Today. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hail Satan. <laughs> That's a quote from Tenacious D. Oh yeah, I was like, damn, I, I was like, damn, you, you're hitting the D right now. I went for it. Yeah, Tenacious D. Uh, yeah, so uh, I guess last week we had our, we were answering questions from people and, uh, you know, we asked what kind of episodes people want to see from us and... They told us they really like when when we do like spooky historic deep dives. Okay. And so that's uh, what we're covering today. Now, 
We're going to be talking about uh, some demons, some demonology, some traditional Christian lore, and some non-traditional Christian lore. Stuff that's just, like, made up. Okay. Stuff that, you know, people have just been winging out from, like, the Middle Ages, and uh, they just believe this stuff. They don't even know why they believe this stuff. What I find interesting is that a lot of these demons, so-called demons, are um, based off of uh, things that you wouldn't think they were based off of. Like old uh, gods from previous religions Mm -hmm. who were quote-unquote demonized, right? People used to worship these gods as like positive figures. And then over the course of history, as Christianity became the dominant religion in certain areas, they said, you can't worship these other gods anymore. They're like, why? And they're like, well, because they're actually demons. And so they quite literally demonized them. Yeah, and I mean like, just the generalness of Satan, like being like a fallen angel. Like, I feel like there's a, a kind of a pattern of like ethereal beings becoming demons. Yeah. And we're actually going to get into uh, some of the lore, some of the backstory as to where that fallen angel um, mythology came from. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be an interesting episode of Mega Strange, and uh, we're going to be learning a lot and demystifying some of these stories for people out there. Now, uh, so there are seven deadly sins, which we just uh, named, and um, do you even want to take a shot at guessing what some of these demon names are? These are very obscure and random, but you've probably heard of some of them. If you've ever um, heard the ghost song, they probably mention all of them. Ghost song? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. You know, that, that bells above. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That song by Lucifer. the metal band Ghost. And it, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, Asmodeus. Asmodeus. You're naming yeah. them all. Yeah, you're <laughs> nailing them. That's all I can remember. Uh, well, here, let me uh, let me give everybody the cheat sheet here. So the seven deadly sins, as we've already mentioned, being pride, envy, wrath, sloth, greed, gluttony, and lust, correspond to the seven princes of hell, these very famous demons uh, known as Lucifer, Beelzebub, Satan. Here's one that you... Don't say these names around me, dude. We're going to get fucking cursed. You're uh, Well, you're going to like this next one because one of your favorite wrestlers, Abaddon. Oh, shit. Yo. Book Abaddon. Anyway, continue. Yeah. By the way, Abaddon is I like a zombie uh, wrestler on AEW, but uh, is also a very famous demon. This one, uh, obscure. Now we have some obscure ones. Mammon. Mm-hmm. Mammon. Belphegor. Fucking badass metal band. Really? <laughs> yeah, Belphegor. Yeah, I love Belphegor in high, in high school. And uh, Asmodeus, also known as Asmodai. Oh. So if you're out there looking for that canopic case, <laughs> uh, you're going you're gonna to find Asmodai along the way. Yeah, all of these... Uh, the lesser known ones, you know, uh, Abaddon, Belphegor, these names just show up in like pop culture a lot. Yeah, that, I was surprised. When you said Belphegor, I was like, oh shit, I know that band. <laughs> yeah, good <laughs> reference. Great music. Yeah, hell yeah. So, uh, yeah, thank you uh, once again for joining us. I just like thanking the fans for joining us. I love that everybody just tunes in uh, week after week. It's so inspiring. It's inspiring to the little guy. Yeah, we, we opened the floodgates last week for like a lot of... Uh, people uh, uh, giving their criticisms, but the most people were nice. Uh, I did like one comment was like, I don't know what episode I want. 
like, okay. Well, for you. <laughs> you don't have to comment Yeah. That. I mean, we're going to do episodes regardless. <laughs> so, I mean, we were just saying if you wanted to chip don't in know. into the creative process, you're welcome to. <laughs> I, I wasn't trying to piss you off or, or, was... or give you more work at home. I mean, you just sit back and enjoy the show. That's totally yeah, cool exactly. as well. Um, by the way, if you do enjoy this show, please make sure that you like this episode, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and you know what? Share it on your social media with other people who you think would enjoy it. Share this episode with Abaddon. Maybe we get her on the show. I would love to interview Abaddon. Hell fucking yeah. And see uh, what she's all about. All right. So let's get into the first one. The Demon Prince of Pride, the man who goes by the name Lucifer. Yeah. This is, uh, by the way, I'll say here, I'm not a very like spiritual or religious person. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was raised Catholic, so I, I have a I have a surface level understanding of like Lucifer and Satan and all that stuff. Yeah. I don't dive very deep. Um, you know, I no longer like really believe this stuff. Um, uh, but it was a little like scary and creepy. Yeah, f- for whatever reason, like googling like demon names and learning about them. I was like, eh, it's making me feel weird. It was like this deep-seated uh, fear from my childhood because you, you raised your whole life being like, don't mess. Don't even think. Don't even say the word demon. You're going to invite yeah. this shit into your life. Uh, for me, like, I mean, I, I wasn't raised on any of this, but for me, literally all the stories about the the movie The Exorcist, yeah, uh, that terrifies me. Like, mm-hmm. they made a movie about it and like half the crew died in like horrific ways. Did they really? I think so. Didn't like uh, someone got hit by a car. Or, that guess, happened on the movie Poltergeist. Oh, maybe I'm as well. Mis- maybe I'm thinking the wrong thing. I don't know. I thought someone, a, a bunch of cast and crew died. On yeah, but set. I'm gonna blow your mind here. Uh, every cast and crew who's ever worked on any any movie Has either died, died yeah. or will die someday, and they're not all fucking <laughs> like. There's no good way to die. It's like, oh, he fell into a manhole. Yeah, he must have been cursed in that movie. Uh, one of my directing teachers in at SVA, his name is Chris Newman. He did sound for The Godfather and uh, The Exorcist. Yeah. Uh, but he he always said like uh, that smoke that they used to use in the 80s. Like, oh, that's like cancer yeah. cancer juice. Yeah, he said they would uh, that would that killed a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> he would always be bummed because he said it looked so good. <laughs> um, I was reading about I don't remember what I think it was like a John Wayne movie that they thought was cursed, and they found out that they had filmed it in a part of uh, I think it was like either Utah or Nevada, but it was very close to where the United States government had been doing nuclear tests for like oh 50 God. years. And so a lot of people on the cast and crew developed um, some cancerous tumors later in their life because of all the leftover nuclear radiation. And they had no idea. And they were just like hanging out there like filming westerns and stuff. I wonder if we'll see that in the movie Oppenheimer. They'll just cut to John Wayne like getting irradiated. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> this is some shit here. My brain's frying. I can't do If it. I ever see that there pilgrim Oppenheimer, <laughs> I'm going to give him a piece of my mind. <laughs> All right, number one, Lucifer, the number one demon of all time, arguably the the heavyweight champion yeah. of demons, current belt holder, main main demon, main main demon. Uh, but did you know where the name Lucifer even comes from? I thought that was just his re- actual name, like the angel's name. Lucifer is the Latin name for the morning appearance of the planet Venus. Oh, so this is like pagan in 
Well, so like I said, you know, uh, Christianity has pretty much absorbed as many other religions as possible. And sometimes they just incorporate things Mm -hmm. into the positive aspects of their religion. For example, um, yeah, like a lot of pagan holidays were turned into Christian holidays. Mm-hmm. And Christmas. They, yeah, they just pretend like, nah, it's always been like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if they couldn't incorporate it in a positive way, then they incorporated it in a negative way. <laughs> and basically they said, like, that's demonic. Yeah. Um. So it was the Latin name for the morning appearance. Lucifer's the Latin name for the morning appearance of the planet Venus. Okay. It corresponds with the Greek name Phosphorus. The Greeks would call the planet Phosphorus. The Latins would call it Lucifer. Mm -hmm. And it means light bringer. Okay. And this is because in the morning, uh, Venus is um, known as the morning star because it's visible in the morning sky. Oh. Um, And other than the sun, it's the only other star that can be visible at certain times in the morning. So that's why it's known as the light bringer. I'm the light bringer. You are the light bringer. It's like two people get that. I don't get it. <laughs> Shouts out Linkara. Yeah. Anyway. Um, and back in Greco-Roman times, it was often personified as a god. Um, and in some like traditions is considered the son of Aurora, who okay. who is the goddess of the dawn. Mm-hmm. By the way, there's also like a nighttime name uh, for this planet, Noctifer, which means the Nightbringer. Okay. But yeah, so what would happen is, uh, you know, in the morning you would see Venus and it would be like the only star visible amongst all the other stars. Okay. And then at nighttime you wouldn't be able to see Venus because it would like descend below the horizon and just wouldn't be visible. And, you know, back then people just tried to make sense out of all the stuff happening in the sky. And so they came up with this like motif, this theme, this story that Venus, the light bringer, um, had a fall from grace or a fall from heaven, as you could like literally see it descend below the horizon. Um, And they would say that Venus or Lucifer was striving to have the highest seat in heaven, as they would say, but would be defeated by the stronger um stars gods whatever you want to call them and would be cast down from heaven to earth okay so you're saying lucifer tried to do like some rpg shit and kill god in a way yeah that's (laughs) the story they would make up to explain why this star would be the only one that is seen Mm -hmm. in the morning other than the sun, but then wouldn't be there anymore at night. And the story is like, well, yeah, it's there by itself because it's trying to make itself the most prominent figure in the sky, which is, you know, which is regarded as like the heavens. And then it's like, but it's defeated. And so it, it is cast out and then it descends down to earth. And even into the underworld because it goes below the horizon, you know, mm-hmm. and they don't see it anymore. So the story became, yeah, it became Lord of the Underworld. I was always uh, had the idea that uh, Satan or or Lucifer came from a mistranslation of the Torah. Uh, I don't know if you have that in your notes at all. That's what I was always told as a kid, but I don't know if that's true at all. You know, there is a lot of stuff about how this these names, there's like a Greek name. Yeah. There's a Hebrew name. Yeah. 
Um, there are mistranslations. I didn't get too much into the names mm. um, with uh, with some of these other demons. I do talk about how the names were mistranslated, but yeah. yeah, there's multiple names, and you know, just like in in Greek and Roman, they have the same gods with different names. Yeah, there's a lot of like corresponding deities mm-hmm. amongst different um, cultures and religions. Okay, in fact, there's a similar story that comes from uh, Babylonian myth that said the brilliancy of the morning star eclipses all the other stars, but is not seen during the night. Um, And that is what gave rise to this myth of the fall from grace. So this goes like way, way back into like ancient cultures. This is probably like 2000 BC we're talking about, like 2000 years before uh, the birth of Christianity. Yeah, I've always wanted to like learn more about like Babylonian and Mesopotamian kind of uh, lore. Yeah. Because like they practice Zoroastrianism. Yeah. And I've, I've heard stories where it's like very similar to like Jesus, where it's like uh, a, a figure gets crucified and reborn, like in, in uh, I think it's Mesopotamian, but I love that shit. I've always wanted to really like deep dive it. Yeah, if you go back and look at ancient mythology, you'll see that all the stories are still present in modern um, religion and mythology. Yeah. They've just been kind of like retold and repurposed and they've changed the names and they changed the date, but the stories are like still the same. And maybe that's because these stories just really resonate with people. Oh, yeah. On some level, it just re- reflects the human experience. It's like, damn, that's a good story. Yeah, we the- should rip that off. We should remake it. <laughs> they're the Marvel movies of their time. It's the reboot. Yeah, it, the it reboot, really the is. soft reboot. <laughs> Um, so that is Lucifer is the planet Venus, the morning star. And, and I found that really interesting. I never knew because you'd always heard this story about how like, oh yeah, Lucifer rebels against God and they have this epic war and he's cast out of heaven and he goes down into the underworld. And then you find out like, uh, they were just looking at the planet Venus and making up this story to explain why that happens. Yeah. They looked up and they saw Jupiter. They're like, that's where you go to get more stupider. I don't get it. (laughs) That sounds like a reference that I don't understand. <laughs> you, never, you never heard that when you were a kid? Like, mm, no. Uh, uh, boys go to Jupiter to get more stupider. Uh, and where do girls go? Uh, I think, oh, wait, don't tell me. Because it sounds like dirty. Yeah, it's dirty. I won't say. Uh, cool. Well, thank you here for <laughs> the fucking deafening silence after I said that was amazing. It was. It was <laughs> I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Leave a comment down below and let me know where you think girls go. (laughs) Boys go to Jupiter to get more stupider. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, This story, actually, uh, this fall from grace battle in heaven story actually goes back to pre-Christian religions. And the Canaanite religion um, has a story where the morning star Venus was referred to as the god Atar. Okay. And attempts to occupy the throne of Baal. Baal. Um, but was unable to do so, and so was cast out of the heavens and goes down to rule the underworld. Okay. So it's literally the exact same story. Mm-hmm. Why I find that interesting is because in that story, Baal is considered uh, the supreme ruler of heaven. Okay. And Baal himself was actually turned into our next demon demon number two the demon of envy okay beelzebub beelzebub i always assume these were all just satan yeah that's the confusing part because uh these are individual different um 
characters. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in modern religion, I think that it all just kind of got mixed together. And yeah. they, you know, people are just like, yeah, it's all the same thing. Lucifer, Beelzebub, Satan, they're all the same thing. But if you really look into it, and I guess there is, a, you know, the study of, of these demon names would technically be demonology. They have these um, characters split up with their different stories. In fact, there are like hundreds of demons in this hierarchy. And some of them, you know, some of them are like, it's the royal jester of hell. And this one is like in charge of the gambling houses of hell. And this one, like, uh, there's like a demon for the kitchens of hell that like prepare all the food. Mm -hmm. Like some of this shit is so mundane. I'm like, this doesn't even sound like that evil. Like this dude's just cooking food for all the other demons. What's on that menu? I'm afraid to ask. Uh, I was just, yeah, yeah. I mean, I also wondered like the correlation of like Hades with uh, Satan. I'm sure there's a lot of crossover. I mean, I don't fully understand or or know what Hades was like. I ha- my understanding is is very uh, D- Disneyified, but uh, I've always just assumed that you know there was some crossover there. Yeah, I know that there were three levels of Hades. Yeah. Um, one of them being called Tartarus, mm-hmm. and I don't remember the names of the other ones. And some of them would be for, like, um, people who, like, weren't that bad. I mean, yeah. it's just the underworld. Yeah. It's just where everybody goes when they die. Yeah, you said the underworld, and I immediately, like, it snapped in my head. I'm like, oh, is is there, like, a correlation there? I don't know. Yeah. Um, I did read Dante's Inferno yeah. uh, a few years back, and that describes the nine circles of hell. Mm-hmm. And depending on how bad of a sinner you are, you go to a deeper and deeper circle yeah um and then if you play dante's inferno the video game which is like one of the greatest games ever made in my opinion yeah you can't find that game anywhere. yeah it's sad it's it's fucking stuck on the ps3 yeah but they do go through all nine circles of hell and they correspond to how they were written about in uh dante's uh divine comedy which is what it's called because he actually goes on in the book to describe heaven and purgatory as Mm -hmm. well i don't know why it's called the divine comedy probably because they're like this shit's funny yeah, I, I get. <laughs> That's why in a, a in Clerks he's named Dante. Why? Because of Dante's Inferno. Oh, because working in a, in a yeah, and that's why it says the text on the screen. It's supposed to be like the layers of hell or whatever. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, Kevin Smith used to be kind of cool. A little bit of a uh, Kevin Smith lore when we're talking <laughs> about our demons. Okay, so uh, demon number two, the demon of envy. The second prince of hell is known as Beelzebub. And Beelzebub is a name that is uh, derived from the Philistine god who was formerly known as Ekron, but is now um, known as Beelzebub. Even though he was a god before, he has now been turned into a major demon Mm -hmm. in the Abrahamic religions. The name Beelzebub is also associated with the god Baal who we were just talking about in our previous story. Beelzebub translates to Lord of the Flies. Um, That's cool. Yeah, which is a famous book and is a a term that has been around forever. Some people think that Beelzebub is capable of flying, and so they're like, he's known as Lord of the Flies because he can fly. And uh, some people translate Beelzebub as the Lord who flies. Mm. But I found a different explanation, which I thought was much funnier and probably way more accurate. Okay. So Beelzebub is, I need to explain some words here. The name Baal means Lord, but it's not, okay. it's not necessarily a name. It's a title. Baal yeah. means like Lord as in the owner or the God of, oh. right? 
And so even though there is one God called Baal, that's they just call him that because it's like, well, he's the top one. So yeah. he's like the Lord. Beelzebub is like a mistranslation of Baal Zabub, mm-hmm. the god of dot da dot da dot. And they think that originally this god was referred to as Baal Zebul. Okay. Which would translate to God of the Heavenly Dwelling or Lord of the Heavens. I like that. Baal Zebul. Oh. But the Israelites made a pun and changed it to Baal Zebub, okay. which means God of the Flies. Oh, they're, they're being. Jerks. Or also, it could be translated as God of Dung. So Baal, Baal Zabul sounds oh. so close to Baal Zulbub, <laughs> and it changed the meaning from Lord of the Heavens to literally Shit Lord. Shit Lord. Beelzebub is the original Shit Lord. Dude. Am I blowing your mind here? You are. Beelzebub is uh, nowadays, he's known as a prince of demons, and he claims to, well, as the story goes, he causes destruction through tyrants, and he causes demons to be worshipped among men he excites priests to lust so every time a priest gets horny that's the work of beelzebub oh no he causes jealousy in cities he causes murder in cities and he brings about war so the saying goes um but what is interesting is like i've already said these Ancient gods have associations across all different cultures. So um, Beelzebub is is just um, Baal uh, in, in two different cultures. And Baal is also known as a storm god and a god of fertility. And they say that his correspondence in Greek culture would be Zeus. Okay. Because Zeus is the god of lightning and the god of storms and Uh is also the most powerful god. That's the same story as Baal. Okay. And Baal's alternate name is Beelzebub. So when you're talking about Beelzebub as a demon, you're really talking about the demonization of Of Zeus. Zeus. Okay. Yeah. Which I think is kind of uh, interesting because people love Zeus. Yeah, why they got to demonize my boy like that? When you're watching like Disney's Hercules and you're like, oh, Hercules' dad, Zeus. You got to know now that's Beelzebub. I mean, if you do actually read some of the stories of Zeus, it's pretty fucked up. Oh, yeah, he's pretty (laughs) fucked up. Yeah. So I understand why he got demonized. By the way, Zeus would sometimes turn into a magical bull. Yeah. And uh, Beelzebub slash Baal. Uh, who was also known as Hadad, he had multiple names, mm-hmm. was also uh, had a symbolic animal, which was the bull. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Does it remind you of anything? Mm. The story of Moses. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, the the idol, yeah. Yeah, the idol. Was a bull, yeah. So a golden they, bull. A golden bull. And he told people that that's a false idol and you have to stop worshiping mm-hmm. it. He was talking about, dude, Beelzebub. He was talking about Baal. He the, was talking about Zeus. Torah has some shit talking. That's yeah. crazy. I never thought about that. That's of that's course wild. they have shit talking. They're like the God of the heavens. Uh, you're talking about the shit Lord. <laughs> stop, stop <laughs> worshiping the shit Lord. Dude, that's great. Yeah. Am I blowing your mind? Yeah. Here? Uh, so yeah, now we know that, uh, Lucifer is the planet Venus, mm-hmm. which is also known as Aphrodite. 
Yeah. You know, the planet Venus. And then a Beelzebub was Zeus, the Lord of Storms. Okay. You ready for number three? Number three. Wrath. Number Wrath. three. And uh, our Prince of Wrath is none other than Satanus. Satan? Yes. Also known as Satan. Um, so the information that I have here about Satan, Satan is known as the devil. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, Lucifer, Satan, technically not the same person. Satan is, I, I suppose, a little bit more powerful in the hierarchy of demons. Crazy to me that you're telling me they're not, they're not supposed to be the same person. <laughs> no, they're different. They're actually different. That's wild. Um, now, according to my research, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, in Judaism, mm -hmm. in uh, the Old Testament, in the ancient text, Satan was seen as an agent who was subservient to God and was actually um, uh, a heavenly prosecutor mm -hmm. who was subordinate to, yeah. to Yahweh, which means that he worked for God. Yeah. And would um would uh prosecute people in the heavenly courts and test people's loyalty. Um test the loyalty of Yahweh's followers. Yeah, there's a lot of that in the Torah, like kill your firstborn son yeah. for me. Oh, you, you were actually gonna do it? I'm gonna thank you, like you you did the right thing. Like there's a lot of like testing of will in the Torah. And yeah, uh I mean like I was a, a was told it that person was like a force of like, just like a faceless force. But I don't know. My, my Hebrew school teacher was very strange. So yeah. I don't know. Um, it's interesting because it, it wasn't like a personified entity for a long time. It was yeah. just considered like an evil, malevolent force that works through people. That's what I was always told. And it you was would, like a force. The, the force was called Satan. It wasn't like he was sitting there with like a head and, yeah. a, and a face and eyes and like hooven uh claws and like horns coming out of his head yeah it didn't have like a body what i find interesting is that um satan is not in the book of genesis at all mm -hmm. they don't mention him at all but um he's often identified as the serpent in the garden of eden yeah. even though it doesn't say that anywhere people are like well that talking snake that's got to be satan <laughs> who else could it be um, just a talking snake, bro. Just a talking snake, bro. Why you got to bring Satan and everything? Yeah. The snake talks. Just, just deal with it. In the Middle Ages, Satan um, played a minimal role in Christian theology and was oftentimes used as comic relief in mystery plays. Okay. So he wasn't really like a major character in the Christian religion for thousands of years. It wasn't until the early modern period that Satan's significance started to increase in people's belief as belief in demonic possession and witchcraft started to rise. So yeah. sort of about like the Middle Ages and the early uh, to mid-Renaissance is when people started making Satan a bigger deal. Around that era is when you start to see him appear in like paintings a lot. Yeah, and that's when he's personified. Yeah. Um, where they actually like give him a body and attribute mm -hmm. these like features yeah. to Satan. Cause yeah, before then it was just like some, some word for like a, a bad feeling. Exactly. During the age of enlightenment, um, when, um, our great thinkers were working and when America was founded, um, the existence of Satan was uh, belief in the existence of Satan. I should say was harshly criticized by the world's greatest thinkers, um, such as people like Voltaire. 
Okay. They basically told you like, um, it's dumb to believe in Satan. Like that shit ain't real. Yeah. Regardless though, even though going back 300 years, the leading thinkers and philosophers of our time are like, this is not like a real entity. Like stop talking, stop believing in this. The belief in Satan persists. What I find interesting is that the belief in Satan is particularly strong in the Americas. Yeah. Where we live. And that's why growing up as a kid, you hear about the devil so dang much. But apparently, in other parts of the world, people don't give so much of a shit. And they're like, that that, that ain't real. Yeah, I wonder. Because I, I assumed like South America as well. I don't know. Yeah, The I mean, Americas. You said the Americas. Yeah. North and yeah, South yeah, yeah. America. But yeah, in other parts of the country, uh, the country, the world. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I'm an American. <laughs> to me, the country is the whole world. Uh, the belief of Satan isn't so prevalent and isn't such a like guiding force in people's life. Yeah. And I only bring this up because I do feel like it's a little weird that so many people are, at least, you know, when I was growing up here, just talk about the devil and Satan so much. And like, we have to work against the devil and we have to protect our, our children and our communities and our family because the devil's agents are out there. And I was like, yeah, for real? <laughs> like, Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, for people who are maybe not from America, uh, you know, here, uh, there's a lot of people who have this mentality of like, oh, dinosaur fossils were put here by Satan yeah. to trick us to not believe in God. Mm -hmm. It's like we have a lot. Of, like, it's like this really uh, it's easy for them it's, to. It's a little closed minded. Yeah, it's closed minded, but it's easy for them to just like give reason to a lot of things like, no, that's Satan. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, there's this um, theory that I was taught in. um Sunday school and uh, religious education when I was younger, that anything that contradicts the truth of the Bible is a trick that was purposely planted there by Satan to exactly. fuck with your head. And I'm like, you got a really good catch all there for any contradiction 100%. to what you're saying. Um, so yeah, that's where Satan came from. I'm sure people like Voltaire, like, could see that like was was probably afraid of like oh i can kind of see that this is could be a manipulative tactic or something yeah and a scare tactic yeah and definitely used to like manipulate and control people mm -hmm. uh to do things and to like you know not question authority yeah 100 percent. if you're questioning authority that's the work of satan okay our next uh uh demon here number four would be the demon of sloth and this is your girl abaddon oh this one's interesting to me because this doesn't come from a planet. This doesn't come from an ancient god. Abaddon is a word. It's just a word that's so fucked up. They're like, well, that's got to be a demon. <laughs> Abaddon is uh, ancient Hebrew, and it means destruction or doom. And uh, it has been changed to uh, kind of been adopted to mean the destroyer. And uh, But it refers to a place of destruction an abyss that people can go to. Abaddon, even though it means doom, destruction, or the destroyer, originally was a reference to a place that was a bottomless pit. And it appeared alongside another place called Sheol, 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 meaning the resting place of dead people. So Is that a Hebrew word? Yeah. Oh. Am I pronouncing that correctly? S-H-E-O-L. I can see the Hebrew. Yeah, it's that. 
Okay. Cool. All right. See, I got it. I, I got my pronunciation down. I had to like remember fucking Hebrew from <laughs> fucking 20 years ago. Good for you. It's I just stuck kn- in there somewhere. I just know that's a SH sound. Yeah. That's all I remember. <laughs> okay, cool. Abaddon appears in the book of Revelation in the New Testament as an angel that is described as the king of an army of locusts. Ooh. Which sounds pretty cool and also uh, not the most effective army. But yeah. I don't know. Army of locusts versus like the United States military. And Which army's going to win? That's a toss-up. And the, the locusts are, are a common theme. I mean, they come back in uh, the story of Passover. Yeah, the poor locusts. It's just a bug. And yeah. Like, just universally hated all throughout history. Uh, understandably. Uh, they, they ruin crops. Yeah, I guess that's pretty bad. Oh, and so that's why they would be known as destruction or doom. Mm, yeah, because they brought famine. They're really going to like fuck you up and starve you. Imagine, like, you just see them, like, locusts are generally scary. You just see, like, a fucking swarm of them, like, coming, it just, like, bla- almost blacks out the sky, and then they just eat all your fucking crops. Like, that's, that's Abaddon, dude. Yeah, that's terrifying. That's Abaddon. Uh, wait, what did I say? Somehow that refers to the uh, sin of sloth. Okay. What's not clear to me is yeah. why these certain Are you lazy. Why? Yeah. Oh, you're lazy because you're not you're not fighting the locust. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Yeah. Here. Get out there with a fucking baseball bat. And like, Get to work. Stop being so lazy or else you're going to be doomed. Um, so that's Abaddon. OK, that's a short one here. The next one is going to be greed. And this demon goes by the name of Maman. M- money. Maman. Hey, yeah. More money. More money. More money. More problems. <laughs> Maman. More problems. <laughs> Uh, Maman is again, a word that translates into money or wealth as it was, uh, used in traditional, uh, in the traditional sense. Mm -hmm. There is a quote apparently from the Bible where Jesus uses the word Maman and says, you cannot serve both God and Maman. Okay. Which means you can't serve God and serve money as in, uh, pursue money. Which I find really interesting because... um, Listen up, all you Christians. Yeah, because so many people... uh, They put money over everything. Yeah, yeah, you basically said it. Like, (laughs) So many people do worship the pursuit of money and at the same time, like think that that can fit into their religious worldview. Yeah. But if you review the text, if you go back to the book, you will see that that is not the case. It's explicitly not the case. Yeah. It's very clearly stated. You cannot pursue money and be a good religious Christian person. Yeah. That, that's always bummed me out. It's like, you know, a lot of people take religious texts and, and use it for whatever evil and stuff. But, uh, if you really read the stuff that is being said, it's kind of just like, be nice, don't be greedy, don't kill people. I actually found a story related to Maman um, vaguely when they, I guess Jesus gave this sermon and a rich person, it, as the story goes, okay. a young rich man came up and asked Jesus, like, how can I make sure that I get into heaven? And uh, Jesus said... Sell all your possessions and give to the poor. You will have treasures in heaven. Basically, you can't have treasures on earth. You will only have treasures on heaven. And this made the rich man sad uh, because he didn't want to get rid of all his wealth. Mm. And Jesus said, I tell you the truth. It is hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. It is easier for a camel to walk through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to get into heaven. 
I, I love that this is kind of the opposite concept of like ancient Egyptian pharaohs where they're like, no, I need to be buried with my wealth. I need to be buried with my yeah. wealth. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll take it with me to heaven. Yeah. And again, or the like, afterlife. in this uh, in the New Testament, it's like you need to sell all of your possessions. You yeah. Need, you need to explicitly not be wealthy <laughs> um, and you will be rewarded in the afterlife, which kind of goes against the mega churches. Yeah. Um, all of the like super wealthy uh, churches out there. Mm -hmm. I don't know how they uh, can justify that or uh, reconcile that with with these texts. But you know what? I don't. I don't really care. I don't think they care either. Yeah. <laughs> the next one, number six, is uh, the demon of gluttony, and this is Belphegor. Hell yeah. Belphegor is a demon who helps people make discoveries. He seduces people by suggesting to them ingenious inventions that will make them rich, stagnating that which could not be accredited uh, to it. I don't know. I'm reading that. I'm not sure quite what that means. <laughs> Basically, end uh, quote. yeah, end quote. Belphegor tempts people into laziness, and that's why he is... The demon of gluttony. I got a problem with this motherfucker. Yeah. He's tempting me. Belphegor is always trying to suggest people ways to cut corners, ways <laughs> to uh, make their life easier. Hell like, yeah. uh, if you just invented AI, you wouldn't have to do anything ever again. Dude. That's an invention of Belphegor. Uh, the demon of inventions that uh, make things too easy for you. <laughs> we should type in Belphegor into AI and see what happens. Yeah, that would be interesting. That's all the information I have on Belphegor. Okay. Um, yeah. I assume a lot of these demons were like hard to kind of, there's probably so much from different locations. It was probably hard to like kind of be concise with it. Yeah. And you're probably wondering like, that sounds more like sloth. Why is Belphegor attributed to, to gluttony? Well, what I'm pulling this from all of this information mm -hmm. is an anonymous text that was written in the 1400s. Okay. It's called the Lantern of Light. People don't know who wrote this text, but it's existed for mm, like 600 years now. Okay. And it basically laid out this hierarchy of the seven deadly sins and the seven demons who are attributed with it. Um, this hierarchy has been rewritten throughout history and people have changed the associations. So sometimes Belphegor is associated with sloth, but in the Lantern of Light, the text that I'm basing today's episode off of, uh, Belphegor is associated with gluttony. Okay. So, you know, shit's up in the air. It's open to interpretation. Our last demon here is Asmodeus, who is the demon of lust. Asmodeus, again, there's not a lot of information on the history of Asmodeus, where he comes from, but he's mostly known from a, uh, from a Judeo-Islamic lore known as the Book of Tobit or the book of Tobias. Apparently, he's the demon who is the main antagonist in this story. In the book of Tobit, Asmodeus is a demon that is hostile to a woman named Sarah, Sarah being uh, Ragul's daughter, whoever Ragul is. Sarah is married seven times in the book, but every single one of her husbands is killed on their wedding night by Asmodeus okay. so that Asmodeus can stop the marriage from being sexually consummated. So before they get it in, Asmodeus swoops in and kills the dude. Okay. Main I feel like I've heard this story before. Maintaining a lack of sex. Yeah. Tobias, 
is able to uh, defeat Asmodeus. Um, well, Tobias marries Sarah as well, and Asmodeus threatens that the same fate will befall Tobias. But Tobias is able to defeat Asmodeus. He's so horny, he slayed a demon. Yeah, you want to know how you defeat this horny yeah. demon? This is crazy. Uh, Tobias placed a fish's heart and liver on red-hot cinders. And the smoky vapor that it produced caused Asmodeus to flee all the way to Egypt. Like, he didn't just have to get out of the room. He had to get out of the country. Like, (laughs) damn, that fish heart stank. Damn. Got on a plane and left. Was this set in Israel or? Um, I'm not sure, but I'm assuming it was. Jerusalem? Probably. When Asmodeus arrived in Egypt, Raphael bound him. You know, and I've been watching Evil Dead, so that probably meant like put him in sort of some sort of like enchanted rock and, yeah. and threw him into the ocean. Actually, I do think Asmodeus was put into a box of rocks that was chained up and thrown into the ocean. But some people translate it as Asmodeus was strangled. Okay. They translate bound as strangled. So I best bet you could just like choke this dude out, give him like a little fish vapor under the nose. He gets weak, put him in a sleeper hold. Boom, Asmodeus is donezo. I wonder if this is where like Dybbuk boxes comes from. What's a Dybbuk box? I wish I fully knew, but uh, it's like a Jewish box that has a demon in it. Oh, shit. Yeah. Maybe it is. Yeah, I don't know. I've, I've only heard about it because uh, the, the show uh, Ghost Adventures. Yeah. Uh, Zach Bagans like opened one with Post Malone. Oh, no. Yeah, and then like apparently like. A couple weeks later, Post Malone almost got into a horrible uh, plane crash. Wait a second. Yeah. You're telling me that world-famous rapper Post Malone yes. opened up a box yeah. and released a demon. Released a yeah, demon. And then the demon nearly killed yeah. him a few weeks later? Yeah. He's talked about it before. <laughs> it's kind of hilarious. <laughs> what else can uh, what else do you know about that story? That's all I know is I've only ever heard him talk about it and it, it cracks me up. And every he almost time. got into a plane crash? Yeah, it was like the plane couldn't land and they were circling uh and r- about to run out of gas. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So he was like, Oh, I shouldn't open that Dybbuk box. And I shouldn't have been so horny. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was Asmodeus, the god of lust, who he released. Yeah. Did he write a song about it? I hope so. Well, you're gonna have to look that up. We're going to be watching for that next Post yeah. Malone album. I think this was a couple of years ago, so maybe he already wrote the song. Okay, he's had, he's had a couple of years to reflect on his experiences. Shouts out, Post Malone. If Shouts you want to get on our show and yeah. tell us about your Divic Box experience, we'll talk to you. That'd be fucking crazy. <laughs> like, that worked. Like, if he was like, oh, yeah, I'll be there. Asmodeus is linked with the sin of lust because it is said that he killed Sarah's husbands because of their carnal desire okay. to be with her. But apparently Tobias prayed to be freed from that desire, and thus Asmodeus did not have any power over him. Okay. They were too horny. They were too horny, but he Tobias was, was not celibate. horny. Yeah, he, he was like, I ain't trying to fuck. I'm just trying to kill this fucking demon. Yeah. <laughs> Give me that fish heart. <laughs> Um, and those are the seven princes of hell. Hell yeah. We've been talking about how some of these demons, hell yeah. (laughs) I I didn't even realize I did that. I was like, oh no. We're talking about how some of these demons were, um, kind of like innocuous things, just normal, you know, planets in the sky, natural events, Baal being like when a crazy storm rolls in, you're like, that's Baal, that's Zeus. And then it was demified to be like, no, it's the demon Beelzebub. Yeah. 
Well, you found a video of some modern day demonization. Oh, yeah. One of my favorite videos of all time. It's a an ex-Satanist turned preacher uh, talking about the symbology and demonology of Pokemon and Magic the Gathering. Let's get into it. All right, let's do it. A lot of things come over from the Orient. Kenny. A lot of things come over from the Orient. Can you still say that? Looks like Kenny Powers. And Kenny Powers. Some things have a big impact on us, and some things don't. I can't think of anything that come over from the Orient that actually had a big impact or a phenomenon type craze. Other Can we just Godzilla. pause this real quick? Yeah. Orient. I, I, that's what I said. I don't know if you could say that anymore. I looked it up. Orient, the word, traditionally means west. Or, yeah. I'm sorry, east. I think he used it in the actual it, right context. It, it traditionally translates into the word east. Yeah. Uh, but it has been used to refer to Asian countries. Yeah. I think the actual thing is like referring to people. I'm not going to say the way, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's more messed up. Uh, it, I mean, I think the way that it's been used recently has kind of made it a pejorative, but I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Same. Um, also, <laughs> I just love that he has like the Burger King um pokemon toys yeah pokemon ball that was like highly sought after when i was in seventh grade i was like damn dude he's got the collector's items this motherfucker knows so much about pokemon there's no way he's not a secret fan dude he's probably got like ten thousand dollars worth of merchandise on that table right oh. there. that's all original oh yeah shit. yeah i mean he doesn't know but hopefully he still has it <laughs> all right let's keep going hello but there is something new that's come over to the united states and has actually captured the minds and the imagination of every single child. Every and you know what? One. It's not new at all. Japanese kids have been watching this thing since 1995. It started out as a cartoon. Went okay. to a comic book. This video is filmed in 1998. It yeah. It's not new at all. It's been around for three <laughs> years. Toys. Collectible card games. This is like 35 minutes long. We now, kinda, we'll skip God, around. Yeah. A, I feel like this is a, a perfect example of what we're talking about. Like people in and America are obsessed with Satan. hundred percent. Like, get over it. Pokemon is just a cartoon yeah. toy franchise. <laughs> I love when he starts it's showing stuff. Pokemon. Pokemon. And it stands for Pocket Monster. Oh, shit. And it even made the cover of Time Magazine. That's now, a badass cover. That that's the best episode of Time. Time Man of the Year right there. Porygon. No, that's not Porygon. Who is that? Polyworld? Polyworld! I think so. You're such a pokehead. I can never I never know the difference between now, those evolutions. This thing is actually called Polyworld, but they Dang, dude, you're a G. Renamed it. When this creature first came out, it was called Hypno. There's another Pokemon called Hypno. I don't know if they actually just use that name for a different Pokemon or if this is right. And they right. changed it to yeah. Polyworld to make it a little more innocent. But you see what it actually does is it's supposed to be able to mesmerize and hypnotize its enemies. Yeah, oh. it's a psychic you Pokemon. you see how that would happen. That starts spinning around and it's just like one of those hypno hypnotic wheels that, that they <laughs> use to hypnotize. Hypnotic wheels. He knows a lot about Pokemon. The top, here's he did his research. an alligator type creature over here, a dragon. A dragon. A funny duck build thing down here. Psyduck. And this is an interesting yeah. character over here. This character over here is, this is my favorite Mewtwo. Part. And Mewtwo looks like an alien. If you look at him real carefully, he looks like an alien. But you know, yeah. the first thing that I noticed about that thing is when I looked at it and I looked at those eyes, I said, you know what? That kind of looks like the things that we used to pray to inside that circle. Now, you oh notice that he has 
a particular salute that he's given. And he's yeah. in this pose. Every time that you see Mewtwo, he's in this pose. He's got those fat, now, he has three fingers, chonky fingers. And those three fingers are always sticking out like that. Uh -huh. Now, yeah. he doesn't have five fingers like we do. No. He has three. But if yeah. they were the three on us, they'd be this. Oh, no. Dude. <laughs> I love, dude, what he says after this always cracks me up. That doesn't mean hook them horns. Nope. Doesn't mean I love you. Nope. Doesn't mean one more. It means hail Satan. Oh. It's the satanic oh, salute shit. that all Satanists means hail Satan. themselves with. The satanic salute. I didn't know you were supposed to stick your and thumb out here, when you did the devil horns. You don't. <laughs> yeah, I thought <laughs> you did. You do that. Yeah. <laughs> Very much so. Cards, video games, toys, a new movie. He's not even doing the hail Satan, though. Yeah. What we need to look he should at tuck that thumb in there. He's going, he's doing this. Yeah, it's like. I'm attacking you with my mental power. Yeah, exactly. I just gave him stupid <laughs> fingers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he only has three fingers. Not that particular statement holds true. Is it bad for them? He's doing the shocker. Yeah. Here's one of the characters. I like this part too. Cute little one. Everybody. Okay. Everybody go. Oh, come on. Oh, God. No. What's wrong with Pikachu? That. See, that's why I did that. He makes them all say, oh. He's cute. But the one thing I noticed about him right off, this we is Pikachu. Him. One of the thing I noticed about him right off was his tail. Yeah. It's a lightning bolt. Yeah. It's a satanic Z. It even comes down here to a point. What? Now, just by looking at him. What the fuck is the satanic Z? I'm not familiar enough. I need to do more <laughs> research before I learn what the satanic Z is. <laughs> for, is, it, is uh, it's for Zayton. <laughs> Zayton. Uh, he kind of just does this for 35 minutes, but... Uh, we can keep rolling if you want. Uh, no, I think I'm good. Yeah. I get it. Like, there's a long history of people who have said that Pokemon were demonic. Yeah. Uh, a long history. Mm. I don't get it. Like, Pokemon, it, you never played a video game before? I mean, you could go down this route with so many different, like, video games. Like, yeah. fucking video game Doom is actually about demons. Why isn't he talking about that? I just hate this, like, mentality that everyone had was like, oh, the Japanese are trying to, like, corrupt our children. It's like... It's so xenophobic. Did you not watch G.I. Joe? Like what? It's like the same shit. It's like a cartoon turns into toys. Like it's a very capitalistic, very American concept. Yeah. You ever seen Toy Story? The toys come to life. Yeah. And they like pray mis uh, mischievous mis pranks on like <laughs> the kid next door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They exactly. actually like scare the shit out of him. Yeah, fuck you, Sid. They should make a Toy Story sequel about Sid, who's like in a mental hospital, traumatized because the one day the toys came to life and like threatened him, and like nobody believes him that it happened. They show him for a second in Toy Story Three, and he's, like, and he's a garbage man. Yeah, but they don't go into the severe mental trauma caused yeah, by should. like the haunted toy <laughs> episode from when he was a child. Yeah, like Sid could have had a, a bright future, but the toys like threw him off course and fucked him up. I mean, he was always on that path. Like, just look at the shit he did <laughs> he could have been redeemed he was he was like a young garrett hunter you know yeah just playing with toys there's nothing wrong with like breaking toys they're toys yeah like having fun blowing them up and stuff unless your toys are possessed by actual spirits. i don't know that that like doll head one is real scary that was a little freaky yeah he yeah. like yeah he was just being creative in his own way sid could have grown up to be an amazing uh outsider artist yeah okay he's a garbage man yeah they did him dirty <laughs> Anyways, uh, I think that's going to bring us to the end of this episode. Let's do it. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, leave a comment below what you think. And uh, yeah, let us know. Give us your feedback. We're going to be back next week with another episode of Mega Strange. Until then, stay strange, everybody. Good night. Good night.
Oh, dude. Mewtwo. 